Welcome to the JA Show. You know, growing, learning and having a good time should be a part of life every single day. And this is something that I personally attest to and also our special guest today as well. You know, some of the most successful people embody this. And so before we start, we just want to say thank you to our supporters. This episode is supported by Educate to Elevate. They have designed an online learning platform that enables companies and coaches to deliver comprehensive training, induction and onboarding, onboarding without the hassle, stress and time. So if you're a coach with a passion for education, a HR director or business owner looking to streamline the onboarding process, with a very robust online learning platform, you have to reach out to Educate to Elevate. And so their website is www.educatetoelevate.com.au. So today we are very excited to announce our guest. She's the director of Educate to Elevate. Now she has a passion for empowering people, bringing out the best in people, and you can see that through her career. You know, from her role in disability services, so you can see she truly has a heart for people as well. You know, the Centre for Independent Living Back in her home country of Ireland. So she's representing Ireland and Australia today. <laughs> and she's also succeeded as a director of three of her own businesses. So she's going to be providing so much great insights for us today in terms of business transitioning into different businesses as well. And so about her organisation, Race Party, wanted to share this with you as well. It became Melbourne's most popular venue for corporate functions and events, and it was visited by some of the largest companies in the world, Deloitte, ANZ, Nissan Motorsports, and also Telstra. But we know with what's happening in the world today, and this is why it's amazing that she's going to be sharing about, you know, transition, about also being innovative and having great ideas as well. And so in the advent of COVID-19, her top priority, and I said that she has a heart for people, was about keeping her team, her guests, and her community safe. But unfortunately, unfortunately, that meant that she had to shut down Race Party for the foreseeable future. So that could have been heartbreaking, you know, when you put all your effort and everything, you know, you sweat and tears into it. And so she had to do that. She had to make that decision. But that led her also to undertake Educate to Elevate. So she's going to share with us today about that journey and also the importance of being innovative, especially with the changing times. So welcome to the show, Noreen. Well, thank you for having me, Laura. It's great to be here. Thank you. Oh, we're so glad to have you. We're so glad to have you and also share so much with us as well. I think, you know, not only as a business person, I think, as a human being, you really demonstrate who you are in terms of kindness, being optimistic, and also how you truly care about others in the business world and also in life. So when we speak about some of these topics today, I know you're going to have some great insights on this one, is we need to accept change and also embrace it. So what are some of the things that you think that we should be thinking about today in these respects? Um. Yeah, well, if this was ever a good chance to uh, practice your change skills, um, uh, what it is, I mean, it just, you have to, I mean, you have to change. Um, we we are in a situation right now where we have no choice. We have no choice. We have to look at things differently. 
we have to pivot, we have to adjust our behavior and we have to be optimistic about doing it because if you're not optimistic about doing it, just it just won't happen. Just won't happen. So I think for me, I think um, I learned that you can change. You can change. And, you know, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's happened for That's a reason. That's so true. Um, That's so true. And you're right on with saying that because when change happens, there's actually you see growth, not only within yourself as well, but mm. also what you can do for others. Mm. And it gives you a lot of strength, I think, Laura, as well. I think kind of, you know, really the phrase, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is such a truism because, um, you know, if you'd asked me, you know, like last January, are you going to be um, closing businesses and starting another business in the space of about three or four weeks? I'd say, what? Are you crazy? No. Mm-hmm. I, that'd be madness. But mm-hmm. it's happened because it had to happen. And um, and that's it. and that's all there is to it. Mm. And so that was probably one of the hardest decisions that you've had to make recently. And when you think about yeah. making a tough decision, when you decided, what was going through your mind at the time? Well, it was so obviously race party is an entertainment venue and uh, I suppose it was a very fluid situation because, you know, from day to day things were okay and they weren't okay and then people were just literally kind of, I don't know, they were deciding on the run really as to what was best for, for the nation and we were in the middle of all that and I think for me it was very quick actually. We realized when we had some of our events and our guests in that they suddenly became a little bit anxious. They didn't know mm. they should be doing this. Mm. And and that for me was a bit of a, because mm, they're meant to be enjoying themselves, meant to be having fun. You're not meant to be anxious about if I should be having fun or laughing or, you know, playing around and being distracted. You're just meant to have fun, you know. So I think for us, we, we made the decision really quickly we actually made it ahead of the government actually yeah I thought that was amazing that you did that as well because it was within a very short period of time but I think it was the right decision Mm. at the time because sometimes Mm. you have to follow Mm. your gut and I felt that with you as well right Noreen I felt that you kind of knew you knew and you have to make those pivots as you mentioned as well but in the midst of all be very optimistic yeah, I mean, look, you know, I I think I did a little video at the very end of my last party, and it was I think just before the government had announced everyone's everyone's got to close down, but I knew that was going to happen. And I remember saying, look, it's a time for reflection, it's time for thanks, the time for you know just reflecting on on what's gone and hasn't it been great, and and also the hope that we're go- we're going to be back again. I mean, of course we are, but we just don't know when it's going to be because I think with entertainment and a moving sort of uh, event space, it's hard to establish the social distancing. So even though things are opening up, I think on the 1st of June for a lot of cafes and restaurants, we can't do that because we, we can't meet those requirements. Mm. So we're going to need something else to happen. I mean, someone did say to me, maybe I'm, you'll have to wait for the vaccine. I'm, I'm hoping that won't happen, but you know, but we have to do the right thing because I don't want anyone in our space again who isn't going to have a nice time and enjoy themselves for That's right. That's right. And you, you want know? everyone to be so, um, as well. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah. So sometimes, you know, so sometimes when the choice is, is out of your hands, it's actually it's actually easier in a way, you know. Then the choice just, just becomes around acceptance and change, which is back to your earlier question. Yeah, and that's true that really understanding there are a lot of things that are out of our control, literally, and we have to think about how we can take those right decisions at that time. 
And it was an amazing example, Noreen, where you made the decision pretty quickly in, in the world that we are in today. How long do you think, you know, we just realize that we have the data straight away with everything that we have, that you can make those quick decisions, right? You realize. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's actually quite incredible, actually. It's mm. quite incredible. And we're lucky. We're lucky in that way, you know. And, and so with a lot of people, we know now that have lost, unfortunately lost their jobs or they're trying to find another opportunity as well in the face of these circumstances that we're being encountered with, what are some of the things that you think that they can think about today in terms of the transition as well to opening up a new business or trying something new? Yeah, look, it's really interesting. So Educate to Elevate came, came about six months ago. And it was meant to be a virtual And I have to say it's a fantastic online. idea. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I've got to say, Laura, it's it's morphed into something a little different to what I thought it would be because, again, of COVID. Um, but it was meant to be sort of a a, a parallel complement to the in, in-house face-to-face training that we were doing at Race Party with businesses and coaches. Um, so it was about putting, putting their programs online, about putting compliance, safety training, all kinds of bullying and harassment all kinds of um requirements for teams to work better together online as a bit of a reference point but little did we know that it would become in some cases the sole <clears throat> sole income earning for coaches and trainers who now can't deliver face-to-face so you know, so so actually the the platform has been used to put courses online that can be mm-hmm. sold along with webinars to complement the courses so people can actually continue to earn an income because they can't as i said deliver face-to-face so it was designed originally just to complement, but now it's become effectively a life force of its own. Um, so it's, I don't know, it's, it's been really interesting how that particular offering has been, has been created, I suppose. And, 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 the idea, and, right? Yes, exactly. But what I would say in answer to your question is when this sort of stuff happens, you, you got to look at what's in front of you. And if you can't change it, and I couldn't, well, then you've got to turn the volume on that down and put it into hibernation and turn the volume up on what you can do. And in my case, it was my online platform. Mm. So for, for other people, I mean, I, I've seen some amazing things, Laura. Like there's some restaurants in England that apparently have some new greenhouse. Um, I love seeing that. Uh, How innovative yeah. is that? Isn't that incredible? I know. So, well, that you is. So they could it. do that. Mm. Well, you'd want to go there to support them because that's so clever, isn't it, really? And um, so, so where people can pivot, that's fantastic. And of course, you've heard the amazing stories of restaurants and cafes that have now just turned up the volume on their takeaway and they're delivering, they're dropping copies to people. Um, and when, 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 when customers and, and other people in business, I mean, I just so embrace that. I mean, I would just absolutely support any business that tried their very best to, to pivot away from what they couldn't do to what they could do and survive in the short term, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> I think if you can change, just do it. You know, people will support you. Just do it. If you can't, just, you know, do what you can to put stuff into hibernation and this just just do anything in the meantime. Mm. Learn, you know, learn, do a course. I mean, there's a lot of um, people accessing JobKeeper. If you can't do anything and you can't get a job, just go and learn something. Upskill yourself, you know. I mean, just just use the imposed time for something or something that's going to actually be a growth, um, a growth and a positive for you. 
That, that's so true. And as you were saying that, that just popped in my mind as well about using your time wisely. I mean, that's a resource that we all have. We all have 24 hours a day. So finding out how we do that. But also at the same time, that doesn't matter what circumstances you face, you face, you can still be creative. You still can use your imagination. And so when you spoke about those examples, you think, wow, there are always different ways on how we can do things. And it's important to be supportive, as you mentioned. And something that I love about you, Noreen, is you are such a supportive person. You are so kind and you can see that through your actions. And, you know, something that I also notice is, you know, something that you've shared with me is that something important that we have to think about is we don't know what people around us, what they're going through, what struggles they are facing. And that's why it's important to to be kind, you know, to be supportive. And that really shows who you are as a person as well. Well, look, you know, thank you, Laura, but that's very kind of you. I just think, you know, with anything that you do in life, there's two choices. You can approach it in an optimistic kind of way or a pessimistic or a negative kind of way. And if the outcome is 50-50, well, why wouldn't you go the positive way? So seeing people around me particularly during COVID now you're going out for walks people are a little bit more hesitant mm. I just smile at people you know I mean not in a weird way but I just kind of smile and say you know just you to know, show you that you just don't know you, yeah, yeah you just don't know mm-hmm. and also just say hi you know like we're kind of in this together and hope you're doing okay I mean that's what I'm trying to communicate when I sort of walk past people now and it's amazing I mean I know for me when that's done to me it really lifts me so, gosh, if you can do it for someone else, you know, it's, it's, and it costs nothing. It's free, you know. Absolutely. Um, Kindness so, is free. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, back to your, it is, it's totally free. It's free, <laughs> free. Um, but back to your other point, I just remembered something. Um, so with, with, with race party, we, we couldn't, you know, the whole pivot thing, we couldn't, we couldn't pivot in, in, in our venue, but we, what we have started doing now, because we've got requests for us and, but we'll do something because it's going to lift people up. And that is we're running little virtual um, Zoom race parties. So it's not quite the same, but it's the it's the essence or the heart of what we do. We're trying to, at the, at, that's, yeah. At the heart of it, you're putting people together. And I think we realise yeah. through this social distancing how much we need each mm. other. We really do yeah. need each other, each other, and we need community. That's we were made to to communicate with other people, to be around other people. And I love how yeah. you spoke about we we have we have a choice. We can be positive or negative. We can choose. Mm-hmm. And when you're positive, you realize the results are positive. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. Most times they are, and if not, well, you know, hey, I tried. You know, and I tried to do it in a positive way. Um, um, I, I always think as well, Laura, you know, I'm, I, I was, I've been working in the space of optimism a bit more in recent times, and I've been really enjoying it. I'm working with an amazing man called Victor Perton, and he, is, he, is, he runs the Centre for Optimism here in Australia. And, um, wow, he just wants there's to, a Centre of Optimism. Yes, yes, yes. He's just amazing. Um, and he, he's actually doing a talk later today, and I'm going to go and watch it. It's called... Um, um, you know, how the infectious optimist can actually be an amazing leader, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but, but, but having sort of changed my mindset to have a sort of thing in, to have optimism in, in place, I suppose I, I don't know, I just, I'm just looking at everything a little differently and just mm-hmm. thinking, you know, uh, it's, it, it, it's not, 
you know, a denial of what's really happening. I mean, you know, things have been very tough and challenging. It's not a denial of any of that stuff. It's just about, well, if if you just accept that, acknowledge it, feel it, and then decide to move towards the light, whatever that is, well, that's something. That's something that, that you can do. You know, it's not denying what, Absolutely. what there was before. Um, and I just think when you think, well, what else are you going to do? You're going to put one foot in front of the other and keep going. So just maybe just try it optimistically. Uh, absolutely absolutely and as they say there's like a light at the end of the tunnel right but you have Mm. to go through the tunnel Mm. and it's funny when you said step by step it is so true you know when I climbed Mount Sinai and it was like one Mm. literally we started leaving at midnight and you could not see anything and all you had was your torch so you were kind of took about four hours to walk up Mm -hmm. and as you're going up you could literally only see one step at a time like when I had the torch because you couldn't see anything which is complete dark and it made me realize that's life we can only take one day at a time we can take one step at a time and truly that's you know it's so true with how you've just said that too and I think Mm -hmm. something that's important and you know we're going to talk about this now is continuous learning you know when you learn every single day you know, just how much you know and how much you can put into action. And so even I think it doesn't matter what age you are, we need to be continuously learning. And so, Noreen, yeah. how do you inspire adults to, you know, think about this as well and continuously learn throughout their whole lives? Um, really good question, Laura. I think, you know what, learning gives you incredible choices and learning can change your life at any given time, all the way through your life. So when you learn something new, you go, oh, I mean, like I've learned a lot of really new things in recent times and I've just changed my life, I suppose, in a way. Um, but, you know, years ago I did something else and I changed my life in a way and so on and so forth. And that'll happen for me hopefully going forward. I hope I'll always be learning something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I think when you're open to doing that, I mean, you're open to all kinds of amazing possibilities for your own life. And how exciting is that? Absolutely. And what are some of the things that you love to learn about? Um, I, I've learned in recent times that I need to actually read more stuff, right? So you have more stuff, you can have better conversations with people. So that's my little sort of thing that I'm going to just literally just pile books around myself and I'm going to read, read, read more. I mean, I have been reading, but I just, I need to read more. So that's one thing that I, I want to do. You know, audio books are also really good as well, Noreen. Like if you're in the, yeah. you know, doing something around the yeah. house, you can just listen to it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, That's what I do. I've been I've been doing. I know, I know. I've I've got to actually. I've got to actually just kind of create some some habits for myself as well that actually make it easier for me while I'm in transit doing stuff. And you're so right, actually. And that's there you go. I learned that now. That's fantastic. I must I must look at audiobooks. <laughs> um, but I think um, I think I think learning from people is a big thing as well. And I I love meeting new people. I mean, I love meeting you. I mean, you've just done some amazing things, Laura. You're living in Brazil now and you've been all around the world and everyone just says you're a powerhouse. And I just think, you know, I, I just, I, I can learn from you. I can learn from, you know, other people around habits, um, around how to deal with people. I think that's a huge that thing to learn, is you know. the biggest thing. You know, one, I think we have to have that self-awareness. They say that the, one of yeah. the most challenging things to control in the world is yourself. And then after that, you think mm. about people as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole cliche of, you know, 
um, knowledge. Knowledge is power. Um, power is nothing but knowledge of, and, and, and it's, I think what it's really saying is, is knowledge of people, really knowing people and understanding how to, and this is one, one of the reasons why I called our company Educate to Elevate, because it's actually about, you know, working with people and elevating those around you. Um, and it helps everyone, including yourself. You know, I mean, absolutely. Mm. When we work as a team, we can achieve so much more. So when you're able to know people, support them, help them, uh, give value, um, look at their habits, learn from their behaviors, um, you know, and 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 really absorb what is good for you and what works for you. Mm, absolutely, right. and I think that's one of the valuable things that you can add as well, because we know, you know, I always say this that, but potential um, knowledge people say knowledge is power, but knowledge is potential power. It's what you do with it and the intelligent action yeah. that you take after you're That's receiving true. it. And then obviously working with the people as well, that is part of the intelligent action. And so I know mm. you love a good laugh as well. That's something that I love. This is something about I think people, they love a good joke, right? So humour mm. is another, uh, I love I love seeing humor in business too because I think it's good to have a good laugh, right? So tell us more about the importance of humor in business and in life, and it helps you get through a lot of the tough times that we face. Yeah, look, it does. It just it just brings a levity and um, a perspective to any situation, doesn't it? It just mm. you know I I you know and I think I've, I've I've seen you write this somewhere. I think Laura as well that we're only here for so long. Mm. Like let's get a let's get over ourselves. Let's get a lot of that, you know. Yeah. So, you, can, you know, I can stop and pause right now because I think what you just said is valuable because sometimes we can ego can get in the way of a lot of things, right? So if we get over ourselves and just say, hold on, we're here for you know, we can count our days, literally. That's so valuable. No, no, we're 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 not gonna be around forever, that's for sure, you know, and it can all go you know, in, in, in the literally in the flash of a moment, it's all gone. I mean, I um, and I don't want to dwell on this too much, but but this, but this has given me a lot of a lot of perspective as well. My brother, my brother's brother, suddenly died about five years ago. Um, just had died of a heart attack. He was he was very young, and he worked extremely hard, and he was making an amazing um, impact around the world in terms of medicine. And he'd done some amazing things with homeless mortality, and he'd run charities he changed the lives of a lot of people incredible but didn't take care of himself and I remember sort of seeing him in 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 this very beautifully candlelit morgue and going oh my god you're gone you know when you're gone you're gone mm. and he has so much more to give and he always liked liked a good laugh and he would always just release tension in moments here and there and I just thought well it's such a pity that he's gone because he was so good at this sort of thing yeah and yet him being gone is a reminder that you are you are only here for a short period of time and you never know you never know so when things kind of get really stressful I just kind of go oh my god just just <laughs> oh, you know whatever you know whatever we'll fail we'll go down in flames but you know what we'll be alive so whatever you know what I mean? and then suddenly and then suddenly you can keep going you can, can keep keep kind of going absolutely you know because you, you, you've taken that awful pressure that is oppressive on yourself off yourself and you carry on, you know. So that's, it's, um, that's so true. Humor is very important. Humor, um, I would say, is almost essential. Absolutely. <laughs> and I thought maybe this is a book. Have you read this? Funny, I've got a few books lying around, but more funny, more money. <laughs> 
It is hilarious. It says, look, using humor strategically to drive sales and deliver winning pitches. So you, you can Google, you can Google that as well. I can send you the link. Well, but truly, more money, more more, more money, more, more funny, fun. I love that actually. More funny, more money, and it's true because I've I've listened to so many pitches and and the first thing you realize, the first line, or even presentations, for example, I could even hear presidents. As soon as you can, you can even listen to Barack Obama. I remember when he was speaking a lot. <laughs> the first thing that would come out of his mouth would be a joke. And so that yeah, would really help in terms of that human connection as well, saying he's a real person yeah. and he really wants to make us laugh. And, yeah, it's, it's yeah. an amazing book. And I even when I was in Sydney, I did a advanced, it was a Sydney advanced speaking competition and the topic was humour. And I thought, what? Mean people know me as inspirational. They always say I'm inspirational, but now I have to be humorous. Oh my goodness. But you realize all of us have some humor within us. It could be sometimes yeah. it could be dry humor, it could be dad joke humor, right? Dad joke humor. But we all have a humor when we are true selves. We can always, you know, have a laugh. And I think you just feel so much younger as well. You know? Yeah. I know. It's lovely. And it's um I think we were pointed said at the start of this, it's it's very connecting. So people, when people do start speeches and they're very good at it, they they will start with humor because it connects them to people. You know, mm-hmm. it makes them just oh, you know, just because every, everyone's laughing. That's an immediate connection. You know, um, um, so it is, it, and it's just and it's also just fun. You know, it's just that's so know, true. If people, be, if people can just be, I don't know, a little bit more lighter in their approach sometimes. I mean. Myself and my general manager at Race Party, I mean, he just he just teases me all the time, you know, about my accent and other things. And, you know, and then I'll, I'll be saying, I'll be saying, God, I just don't know why they didn't do that. And then he'd say, do you think that they understood you? <laughs> you know, or something like that. I go, oh, you know, stop, you know. So it's kind of kind of funny you know it's, it's it's good it's really really good and it helps you know no, absolutely and Thank you'll be happy to know Noreen I actually and you'll be happy to know Noreen actually won that humor contest I won it I was like wow and so I would use examples of real people like Warren Buffett so you know you'd have a microphone right he was doing a presentation yeah. and normally you'd be like testing testing one two three what do you think Warren Buffett said what I don't know um he's the richest man in the world um, right so yeah, I, know, it, I know. Testing, testing, one million, two million, three million, and everyone <laughs> just laughed. <laughs> and then and then like this is this is the richest man in the world. And he was making a joke. You know? And then there was another, yeah. you know, Jack Ma. So you you yeah, may remember, yeah. you may remember this. So he in front of all of his staff, they had, you know, the yearly party, and he comes out in a motorbike with a helmet they don't they don't know that it's actually him and he's doing the whole Michael Jackson moves with the Michael Jackson song I think it was beat it and then all of a sudden he takes off his helmet and all the staff was like wow that's that's Jack Ma our CEO <laughs> and so you realize mm-hmm. that you you can make mm-hmm. an impact through humor yeah really you can, can. And, and, and I think by doing that well, they do, um, uh, and I think also you, you're giving them permission to have have fun themselves as well. And who doesn't want to have permission to have fun, you know? Um, so it is lovely. I, I went to a networking group yesterday, an online, a Zoom one, and it's funny, you know, you mentioned that people remember you. There's this guy that got off, and he actually played the violin, which is like, you know, there's 30 people on this sort of Zoom call, and we all have about two minutes to introduce ourselves, and he used the violin 
he sort of, you know, he he sort of created a, a little ditty, you know, a, a little song with the violin. And mm. everyone was going, oh my God, that's amazing, you know, and it was, it was funny as well, but it was so yeah. different. Yeah. Um, and um, and people really appreciated it because everyone else was doing, hi, I'm boring, blah, blah, blah. You know, he said, hi, I'm Tom. You know what I mean? So it was funny. <laughs> no, it, was it certainly funny. is. And we see that even on social media as well. People will bring out their guitar mm. or even their family and their kids and the way that people can yeah. connect more and more. And so, when you know, we've been speaking about human qualities and I know you have amazing drive I know you have commitment and you're so professional in your dealings as well what other qualities do you see more important when it comes to success in business you know for me it's really simple it's really really simple you just got to do stuff it's back to that one one step after another you just got to do stuff so whatever you say you're going to do for today just do it just do it. I mean have, have a bigger plan but the bigger plans don't happen unless you do the stuff that you're meant to do every single day, every single day. Um, and really, it can be as simple as that. It can actually be as simple as that. Just just do stuff because it makes stuff happen. That, that's right. And on that point, Noreen, one of the biggest causes of failure is procrastination. And so as oh, you say, yeah. do it that's what you're speaking about too because when you realise the major causes of failure, and that is one of them, and another one is decision. And so you see through your success, you made that decision really quickly. The most successful people in the world make decisions quickly and they change them slowly. So that they're great testaments, you know, for you as a leader as well that you say that because it's true. You know, do it. It sounds simple. Mm-hmm. It is. And the reason why it's simple, mm-hmm. Noreen, is because you've incorporated that as part of your habit. You've got that doing habit. Yeah, I, I don't I don't feel right if if I've had a list of something or I get up a call with someone and I said I just I just don't feel good if I haven't said what I'm going to do. And I mean I'm not perfect. I mean I forget things sometimes. But I, God, I hate it when I do. But I just think you know if you're going to do stuff and you say you're going to do stuff, just just do it because it's amazing. Magic happens when you actually just put one foot in front of the other and do things. Magic happens actually and. One other thing as well, and this is not you know a unique tip from me, I can tell you, but it does work. <clears throat> I use it all the time, and that is just do the worst first. Do the worst first. Procrastination, I think, happens because people are thinking about the worst thing that they got to do first, and then they don't do mm-hmm. anything. And I get that. I mean, I do. I mean, like, I mean, who wants to have a difficult phone call? Who wants to to get you know eaten up by a customer? Who wants to mm-hmm. sort of have to have a you know a difficult chat about something, or who wants to do something that's going to be really hard? No one wants to do it, but I can tell you, if you do it, it gives you rocket fuel for everything else that you do for the rest of the day. The worst first, or someone else might say, eat the frog, eat the frog, eat the frog, and then keep going. That's so true. And I find that another good strategy for those who love exercise, but doing something tough physically in the morning is all we talk about meditation and looking after yourself Mm -hmm. in the morning. Um, But also I find that when I do a really, really tough workout in the morning, I think there's nothing harder than what I've went through this morning. <laughs> so you just end up doing everything. It becomes so much more fluid mm. and it's about the right habits mm. too. Exactly. exactly. That's a great idea. Gosh, I wish I was active in the morning, Laura. I, 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 I don't know. Gosh, I, okay. I admire you again for that. Actually, <laughs> What do you do? Do you, do, you, do you do like a, a workout or are you right, doing a run or? Right now I do run. So I'll run for about two hours or 90 minutes. So I usually just, I know, look at your face. 
it's 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 an impressed it's an impressed face. It's a shocked face, but two hours. Yeah, oh my God. I just go for a jog, country? and it helps me. Must be in well. You must be in Argentina then, are you or something? <laughs> no, it's just. I think it's. I honestly love running. I just love exercise because I know the benefit of doing it. I think the benefit definitely outweighs. And you talked about doing the hard thing first. So if I think uh, if I could do that for two hours, if I could do that for 90 minutes, everything else just comes at ease during the day. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very much in awe of you doing that, I can tell you. Okay. Um, amazing. <laughs> well, amazing. What, but, um, the people you surround yourself with matter. So now the, the, even the habits, this is another thing as well that I find that if you surround yeah. yourself with the right people, you get an idea and you think, hmm, I should start doing that too. And you've, you've heard yeah, of that. Exactly right. Hmm. You just subconsciously, yep. sometimes you're like, oh, okay. And this is why you need to surround yourself with the people who are driven, who do the hard things first as well, who have a positive impact because it's, contagious right? yeah no it is it's particularly when it's a good thing you know it's like gosh I could get to like a good thing okay good yeah you know um absolutely I like that. and I, I think now we should also talk about change and I you know I want you to share as well you've got some amazing insights here what do you think about the future of events <clears throat> look I think um I really had a good thing about this, Laura, and just from personal experience, you know, when people talk about diversifying your investment portfolio, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking that anyone in business today should be diversifying their business portfolio. So mm -hmm. I now have a real business and a virtual business. And I think that's how everyone should operate if they possibly can, because who knows what's going to happen. Uh, in the next couple of years they're saying that we're going to be revisited by new kinds of viruses uh, or other things that will make our, our world ups, you know will turn our, our world upside down as this virus has done so what I would say is um, don't put all your eggs in one basket mm -hmm. um, now if you are in the event space I mean hey I mean people people go to event spaces and entertainment spaces for connection and for enjoyment so you can't really replace that I mean, by all means, include it in your offerings, include it, but also have something else in your world that you can turn the volume up on should you need to. So if this ever happens again, I will have my, my foot in both camps. Hmm. You know, I will, um, I, I, I know how to put my business in deep hibernation now if I can't operate it or if I can't pivot it and I will focus on my online work. Um, when things come back to normal, I will please God, open my race party again. I'm going to have this business and I can do both. But I would say, I would say be careful in, in the event space. Be careful that that's not only what you do because if nothing, we've seen that when you have nothing else going on, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. Mm. And that's not a great, a great place to be, actually. And um, um, I think it's valuable you, you you're covering also in preparation. You need to be prepared. Mm. And so with yeah. diversifying, that's that's what it's about, being prepared. But then also knowing your purpose as well. I think that's a key thing. You know, we talk about diversifying, yeah. but really knowing what's the purpose, what is it, you know, what's the, the value that you're bringing to the market. Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think, I think um, yeah, I mean, I think if it's really worth to do uh, and if it gives you a lot of joy and if it's very satisfying, I mean, absolutely do it. I mean, 
nothing is nothing is without risk and maybe this will never happen again right i mean you know in no way you know that yeah i mean we 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 don't know but i mean uh like i I, i've i know some incredible players in, in this um entertainment hospitality space and that is all they do Mm. That is all they do. And I'm sure they're wondering, goodness, you know, maybe I should have had a couple of things kind of going um, that were a little bit buried. So my exposure wouldn't be so much, albeit I really enjoy this space. I mean, their purpose probably is that they enjoy it. That's fine. But you've you've also got to be a little bit practical as well to find something else that you really have purpose with and enjoy and get very satisfied um, from. And I did with my online learning. So I guess I was lucky, really. I was very lucky because I, I managed to fill in both of those. Um, you, and you of, love um, it so much as well. You realize the purpose. That yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you have to you have to love it. You have to love it. But I think you're, you've also got to practically think about, about what they are, you know, so that you can protect yourself in business as well. Because there's no point. I mean, you can go in and do things you love, but unless you're making a business out of it, well, sorry. Mm-hmm. What's the point? It's a hobby otherwise. Mm, That's right. And so when you think about that, the future of marketing is something also we need to consider with the business. So what have your thoughts been in through the experience where you've shifted, you know, where you've pivoted as well with education? So what do we... Yeah, well, actually, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because what's been really interesting in this is that marketing and value giving to your customers is, well, it's more important than ever. you know, than ever. And it's amazing what people will respond to. So I, I have noticed that even in Educate to Elevate, some some clients have come to me um, and they're in the accounting space and they're in the IT managed space and they are looking to put courses online. I mean, but you're an accountant. And I go, no, 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 no. Looking to put courses online for my customers. Mm. So, for example, um, we've made it. We've made an HR uh, online induction working from home, a forty-five minute course, eight modules that um, accountants and some lawyers have been giving out to their clients who have their businesses, you know, having to work from home. So mm-hmm. they're helping their clients' staff to onboard at home and helping their, their clients in in doing so. And it's not even their business, but they know that their clients need that at this time. They might not want so much accounting work done. I mean, they will, but they but they need other help. Absolutely. So these accountants can help, but they can actually give them access to a course that will help them. Mm-hmm. So that's so I thought that was a very interesting way of doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was we a really interesting way of doing. Yeah, doing market and also um, in IT managed services, helping their customers on board or staff um, at home in an IT way, ticking boxes, getting things right, um, accessing the right portals, virus checks, all that kind of stuff, you know, but giving real value to to the customers in a way that they haven't had to before and will and will really um, consolidate um, and enrich their relationships with their clients by doing so. And that's marketing. That's marketing. Mm-hmm. And also talking about training, and we see that's also changed as well, what do you think about the future of education? What are your thoughts about the future of education? Um, <clears throat> I think um, I think we're going to have to learn in very different ways. I mean, online learning isn't isn't a you know isn't a new thing. Um, lots of uni students have been doing webinars for years with their uni, with the uni lectures. I just think I think we'll become quite 
I think we're going to, we're, going to, we're going to become quite flexible and adaptable. I think, you know, all these Zooms, webinars have actually made us actually get over ourselves around how we want to learn because we had to learn. We had to engage mm-hmm. in a certain way only. So you've got no choice. You, you have to kind of grow to like That's it and right. love it and embrace it and be good at it. So I think now, I think it'll be either either. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sort of like, you know, I'm hearing people saying, oh, I don't think I want to change. I mean, I do want to meet people face to face. I do want to engage with people but I won't have to do it all the time and that'll save me time and it'll save them time mm-hmm. why not you know so I think it's made us think a little differently so I think I think learning um learning now will be a bit of everything mm-hmm. it'll, it'll, it'll be a bit of everything um and that's not a bad thing it's looking you at know. different ways of learning as well and I think we are all different we learn in different ways too yeah that's what I find and I think it's going to be a lot more personalized in the future and really finding out what your strengths are what you truly enjoy and not having something that's stock standard as well but being very specific which is absolutely key as you see when it comes to success you have to be very specific and so Noreen we just want to say thank you so much for joining us you've delivered so many great insights so many great thoughts and we can see not only are you a great business person but also as a human being truly loving, caring, amazing heart for others as well. So we just want to thank you so much for joining us. And final words from you? Well, gosh, thank you, Laura. And I mean, right right back at you because um, I think you, I mean, you do inspire so many, many, many people. And now I know that you're a humorist as well. And I can see your playful <laughs> even when we're talking. So it's been a joy for me as well. And all I'd say is please continue what you're doing because it really helps. It really helps a lot of people. And it even helped me today be a little bit reflective on what I've been speaking to you about you know I, I've even had more ideas from speaking to you so thank you for doing that for me today as well oh that's so amazing honestly thank you so much and it just shows that <laughs> when we communicate the power of our words the power of connection and the power of humanity as well and this is why I truly love what you're doing Noreen you've really stepped out and you find you've found other ways how you can help other people as well at the same time so thank you so much Noreen Thank you. Thank you. What you think about, you bring about. But just make sure you also speak it out. Don't allow your silence to kill your dreams. Make it happen and know the universe is on your side, especially when you know exactly what it is you want. If you put your focus, energy and positive thoughts on what you desire, you'd see the abundant opportunities come your way. Whatever it is, if you have that burning desire, it's as if it was meant to be. You feel it in your heart and it moves you to action. The universe gives you what your heart desires. Speak your dreams, speak it out and do not silence your dreams. Keep your voice and visions alive. For pre-orders of my book, Your Silence is Killing Your Dreams, register on my website www.lauraerivero.com and I'm sure to keep you updated 